How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific 6 Eastern. Boy, have we got a lot to talk about here on the show today. It's Thursday, and normally you know what that means, AW Dynamite. And we will talk about Dynamite today. But clearly we need to talk about Sammy Guevara and Andrade, and we will do that after the break. But I do want to start with a correction here today. So, yesterday, it was reported in numerous places, including by myself and by Dave, and to a degree by Fightful that Bandito had signed with AEW. And I was told he had signed, and Dave was told that he had signed, and Fightful was told that he'd agreed to sign. I don't think they said he'd actually signed, but regardless. Turns out he hasn't signed. And now, I will say that I do believe that he will sign, but I think that everyone's best bet at this point is to wait for the graphic that says, Bandito is hashtag all elite. And until that happens, we'll just presume that he is not signed yet. But he did confirm that he had received an offer from WWE, which I talked about maybe even actually during the match with uh, with Chris Jericho. But I expect that he's going to end up in AEW. But apparently as of this exact moment, he has not signed the contract. But he's been made an offer and, and uh, I mean... Presume that he's agreed to terms, since everybody had largely the same story, but he has not signed yet. So that's the update on Bandito. And when we come back, as noted, we have to talk about Andrade, who has not signed a deal with WWE, and I would not expect him to in the near future. Although apparently, he would like to do that. And that's really the catalyst of a lot of these problems. And we will tell you the whole story about what happened when we come back. So stick around. Back in a moment. Observer Live. You know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. 
We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Has someone in your family lost a job recently, and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property, and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218. 800-950-8218. 800-950-8218. 800-950-8218. That's 800-950-8218. Paid for by Want to Sell. Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. That's 800-761-9334. Dealing with an outdated printer that just can't keep up with you? Visit Staples and upgrade to a new HP Envy Inspire with HP Plus, HP's best home printer, and it comes with six months of free ink. It prints everything you need, from homework and work documents to incredible photos and more with amazing quality. Right now, save $70 on the HP Envy Inspire 7955E, available at Staples. Offer valid through August 27th. See staples.com slash HP Plus for details. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All righty. May I, Mike? You know how this show starts. It's the gimmick. All right. So yesterday, Andrade and Sammy had an... You know what's funny? Let's go back a little further. So on Monday, I think it was Monday, I was making my list of all the topics for the show like I always do, and I had a whole list of topics, and nowhere in there was Andrade and Sammy going back and forth on Twitter. I really wasn't going to talk about it. And for whatever reason, I was uh, I was in the middle of the show, and I was like, I guess we've got to talk about Andrade and Sammy. And uh, little did I know, it's a good thing we talked about it. Now everybody kind of knows what happened. So Andrade did an interview... I think on Friday, 
and he talked about a lot of things. We discussed it on the show. And the key points to me are this. He's, he had a scheduled mask versus career match with 10. And in the interview, he's joking about, you know, maybe I'll just lay down. Maybe I'll just lay down and leave. And he talked about how, you know, I'm not supposed to talk to Triple H. But, you know, I could talk to my wife who will talk to Triple H for me. He's pretty much admitting he's just using an intermediary to talk back and forth with WWE. And then he says, you know, I've never had a problem with anybody in this business except Sammy Guevara. And he says, one day Sammy was crying that I hit him too hard. And come on, it's wrestling. I hit you, you hit me. Why are you complaining about it? And he said, I I talked to him about this and I asked if he had a problem and he told me no. So on Monday... Sammy Guevara is just, he's clearly irritated with this interview. And he goes on Twitter, and he just says a bunch of stuff. And it's not true, and you're a jobber, and a bun- you're only here because of your father-in-law, and, and this and that. And then Andrade snaps back, and he's like, you know, I'll see you on Wednesday, haha. And, you know, we were talking about it Monday. Like, there's there's two options here. It's either real Okay, which is, you know, someone clamped down on this immediately. Or it's fake and it's like the stupidest angle ever because this is stupid stuff to make an angle out of it, you know. So I, I presumed it was real, and it was real. And on, I guess it was on Tuesday, they were both talked to and essentially told, knock it off, stop this, get off social media for crying out loud. And other people in the company are, are tweeting about how horrible this looks for the company. These two guys are tweeting about this. But for whatever reason, they weren't asked to take it down. It was it was it was still up as of yesterday. I presume it's still up right now. So Andrade had, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily call it was call it a threat, but I mean he did say, "I'll see you on Wednesday." After this back and forth, and so they were contacted, and they were both told, you know, don't do anything. And Andrade agreed, "I'm not going to do anything." not going to do anything on Wednesday. And and so Wednesday came and there's obviously as noted two versions of this story. The TMZ version is that they had words. The TMZ version is Sammy started swinging through several punches according to TMZ and then Andrade punched him. That's the story that was that was on TMZ. Now, I was told, and obviously this is the case, that the TMZ story is Andrade's side of the story. So I obviously talked to a lot of people yesterday, and everybody I talked to had a different story, which was not Andrade's side of the story. And, you know, I heard it all yesterday. Oh, Brian's sticking up for AW. Bro, they both work for AEW. I'm not sticking up for anybody by telling you that multiple people all had a totally different story than what was published on TMZ. And the story was, essentially, that Andrade showed up and he blindsided Sammy and he sucker punched him and it was immediately broken up. Every single, every single, every single person that I talked to, the story involved Sammy not fighting back, okay? There was one version, I was told, in which Andrade started yelling at Sammy, or maybe he spun him around or whatever, and Sammy shoved him, and then Andrade punched him. 
that was one one person said that they had heard that Andrade uh, was shoved first. Every other person, there was no shove. Every other person, it was Andrade showed up, sucker punched him, and then was sent home. Now, and no, this was not, I did not talk to Sammy, okay? This is not from Sammy. Now, yes, there are two versions of this, but I think it's been made abundantly clear that if the TMZ side of the story was correct, that if Sammy started yelling, he showed, if, if the story is that Sammy showed up, started yelling at Andrade, started punching him, and then Andrade responded with a punch, Sammy is not working the show. Sammy is not working the main event. Sammy would have been suspended by now or sent home. None of those things happen. That tells you that not only did multiple sources say that Sammy did not start this fight and was sucker punched, but the follow-up tells you that there's it's the story told to TMZ cannot be true. So Sammy did, in fact, work the show. And Sammy did, in fact, work the main event. And Sammy has not, in fact, been sent home or suspended as of today. So you're welcome to pick Andrade's side if you want to. But this is not AW fee, blah, blah, blah. Literally, there is no evidence that supports Andrade's side of the story. All evidence, all accounts, all the follow-up, all support the side of the story that, you know, Sammy got blindsided and sucker punched. Now, I don't know what is in Andrade's mind. But I do know that pretty much universally within AEW, the belief is that he wants out, he wants to go to WWE, he's trying to get himself fired. And that this whole thing was an attempt to get himself fired. Now, there was a huge argument on our board yesterday, I'm sure elsewhere. Bro, just let the guy go. Just fire the guy. And my argument on Observer Radio last night was, send him home. You can either send him home without pay, in which case you're probably going to have to release him sooner than later because you can't just not pay him for three years. Or you pay him and you send him home through the duration of his contract and he's never in the locker room again. And quite frankly, that's what I would do. And people have talked about it's a waste of money, blah, blah, blah. Listen, if you fire him and you allow him to go to WWE, all you've done is tell the rest of the locker room, and quite frankly, as I'll talk about, it, it's not the whole locker room, but there are people that want to go to WWE. All you're doing is telling them, just show up for work and punch somebody, and you're going to be fired and you can go to WWE. That is not the message that you want to send. Now, I realize I'm taking a lot of your time, Mike, but the other key here is that to the outside world, this place looks like an absolute disaster, which is which is they need to deal with this in some way. But, I mean, I've been told from so many people, most, definitely not all, most of the people working for AEW are perfectly happy working for AEW. But there is a percentage, and I don't know if it's 5%, 7%, but it's very small. This percentage does not want to be there. And they're making it so obvious and so public that to an outside viewer, this looks like an asylum. It looks like there's just madness and everybody wants out and it's 
they don't need that public look, but that is what it looks like to the public right now. But my point is, because it is a rather small percentage of people that want out and are causing these overall problems, dude, send that small percentage home, pay them for the duration of the deal they agreed to, and be done with it. Yes, it's going to cost you some money, but it's going to cost you less money than you think. Because it's not like you're sending home 50% of the roster. You'll send home three, four people. The locker room is going to be way better off without those people there if they're really unhappy being there. And you move on, and you set the precedent, and that's the way that you deal with this issue. That's what I think. And I'm going to turn my mic off, Mike, and you can have your say when we come back from the break. Observer Live. The wall's falling through the floor. Just as well to keep it. A Gibson game in store. You're with me now. We'll be again. Other points in between. And the cruel, cruel mornings. Turn the days of swim or sink. Living right is easy. This is a true sad story for ADT, the leader in home security systems. My favorite dog, Oliver, was stolen from our garage recently. If I had a camera system installed in my home from ADT, I would have known exactly what car possibly pulled up in my driveway and stole my little friend. If I had a security system from ADT, my dog would still be here. I called ADT this weekend, and they're coming out in a few days to install a camera and a new security system. Unfortunately, it's a little too late for me. Listen, protect everyone you love in your family. Call ADT now. Have them come out and give you a quote to install a full security system in your home. Don't let it be too late for you. Call right now. Paid for by the Home Security Hotline. 800-361-3491. 800-361-3491. That's 800-361-3491. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. 
That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, we're back here on the show. Are you I, okay? I, bro, What's going on? Dude, I'm looking at a chat. What are you guys talking about? There's a spider on my shoulder. I did that whole rant with a spider crawling on my shoulder. What? That's what they said here in the chat. I'm looking back through the video. I don't see no spider. Oh, God. Well, anyway, I now I really am going to shut my mic off. I'm going to go check for spiders <laughs> all over my body. So sp- hold down the fort rain. while I do this. Damn it. Oh, oh my. Well, you know, Brian kind of said it all when it comes to the situation with Sammy and uh, with Andrade, the story that came out from TMZ. I'm not saying that it was immediately uh, countered, but it was pretty much immediately countered. And, you know, the story that I, of all the stories that I'm tending to believe is they sniped at each other and Andrade threw punches at him. Andrade, obviously not there, sent home. We know he threw punches. Did Sammy Guevara? Obviously not, because he was in the main event getting the pin. And I do have a little bit of a problem with that. I know Dave kind of blew off people that looked at that with a side eye last night. But you go and you... This whole thing starts because, as Brian mentioned, this began during a Mas Lucha interview with Andrade, where he's talking about a mask versus career match that all of us almost to a person rolled our eyes at when they announced it. Why do they announce that match? Because they're playing off of the rumors of Andrade wanting to leave. Now, let's be really honest here. Probably the people listening to this program figured Andrade was one of those people that wanted to leave. Whether it be because he wanted to go back to WWE and be with his wife and be with Triple H, or whether it was because he wanted to do something with CMLL and whatever it's got going on with AAA and his feud with AAA, he also wants out of that. So he goes and he also, that's the other part of this that's getting forgetting about it, forgotten about is the fact that he completely torched AAA during that interview, who obviously is one of the main partners of of AEW and Kenny Omega has got a big interest there obviously that goes on with Vikingo and the Mega Championship and all that sort of stuff so he's burning bridges all over to try to get out of there but to be honest how many fans out there how many regular fans actually knew that Andrade wanted to leave to the point where they decided to book a mask versus career match so I do laugh at that i also laugh at the fact that sammy was in the main event when you had jake hager there when you have 2.0 right there because of the tweets themselves forget about the fact that he may have been right when he came to the confrontation that took place but the fact that they actually go and they he's tweeting when he's got the reputation that he does and he's been in the mix with people in the locker room in the past, the fact that that stuff was not only tweeted, because he's about the most immature 29-year-old going right now, and granted, it's the wrestling business, there's a lot of immature people, but that stuff gets left up there. 
And it's just like, I know technically maybe Sammy didn't do anything besides instigate, but he seems to be a, a instigator now, doesn't he? And it was two forces that met each other that frankly don't look very good on paper to me anyway. <laughs> they collided and they got into what they got into. But Brian, uh, now that you're back, and I don't know if you did find anything. I did. There, I went out. back and I saw there was a spider on me. It's but it was just a little tiny bugger. Well, I thought you, know, you were talking I, like a big thing with all these legs that are all over the place. A tarantula on your shoulder? Hey, can I say one thing, by the way? I, I kind of oh. get what you're saying, but like... How much of it did you hear? I saw. I heard a fair amount. Because here's the thing. Go back to the very beginning of this well, before you get to right anything now. else. The mask versus career match that is being booked because a lot of people know Andrade want to leave. How many regular fans have thought about Andrade at all, let alone the fact that he wants out the door to WWE. Well, well, I, I don't know, but my what I wanted to say was, I, I kind of get what you're saying, but everybody, Sammy was not the instigator. Sammy, yes, Sammy did go on Twitter, but he was responding to a story that Andrade well, told. And you know what? I Listen, I have not talked to Sammy, okay? Oh, God. You're I, defending. I, you don't defend the tweets. Just no, I'm not defending the tweets. He's being an immature prick at a time where he should probably just do what his coworkers have said, which is shut the F up, which is something that he's been told in the past to kind of like, bro. again, everybody knows he's a big heat seeker, but, you know, you go and you not only talk to them about these tweets, and not only does he make the tweets, you leave them up there. And nobody's told to take these things down, which, listen, again, it doesn't make listen, him look good. Sammy shouldn't have tweeted. I don't dispute that. And I certainly don't dispute that someone should have told them to take it down. But Sammy didn't tweet out of nowhere. That's what instigating is. He, he was responding to a very unprofessional interview that Andrade did. That's what just, he was doing. I agree he shouldn't this. have. But he didn't instigate this. Andrade instigated uh, this. You're, okay, I'm sorry. So instigate wouldn't be the right word. He's been an instigator in the past. He just decided to he pour He shouldn't little, have responded. He, he just decided to pour gasoline on the fire. He shouldn't have responded That's what he did by it. responding. In responding in the way that he did, he poured gasoline on the fire. He did. But that's a fact. And the fact when that the you pour is, gas on a we fire. We just had gasoline poured on a fire that led to a completely... I mean, they're completely. That's all. All out is ever going to be known for is going to be that post-fight scrum that had gasoline poured on it, and they had a meeting that week. And boy, we're going to calm things down, and we'll figure things. And they didn't. And more gasoline got poured, and you saw what happened. You know, a lot of this is unfortunately their own hand. It really is AEW as a group, as a locker room, as management, as everybody together. This is almost all. This is all on them. And Andrade and Sammy embarrassed both. They, they're both embarrassed themselves. They both absolutely embarrassed themselves. And we have another week where they actually had a good wrestling week of TV, a good storyline week of TV that is now getting completely forgotten about because these two morons go and bash each other for different reasons or whatever. Andrade wants out. Sammy's, you know, he thinks Sammy's a prick. Sammy thinks Andrade's a prick and a jobber. And it's just ridiculous. It's completely nonsense. Well, so of course it is. Have ridiculous. your way at this. Have it for the rest of the show. I don't care. But I mean, it's just completely, it's pathetic. Well, it's really it is. Pathetic. It is pathetic. And it's a stupid situation. And I said all of that. And I mean, there's, there's other aspects to this that we still have yet to figure out, such as A, and this is a big question after yesterday. So 
what is the what is the protocol for a fight in AEW? Because we had a fight at All Out, and CM Punk threw a punch at the Young Bucks, and a fight broke out. And the guy that threw the punch, the guy that was punched, the guy that had a chair thrown at his head, and the guy who got bitten, all suspended and still suspended. And then, yesterday, we had a situation where a guy showed up, he punched another guy, the guy that threw the punch suspended, or whatever's going on with him, he got sent home. Guy who got punched, not suspended. So, is it because Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks and and Matt Jackson were all involved in the fight? They were all physically involved, and thus they're all suspended? And Sammy apparently was just sucker punched, and then it was broken up? What is the protocol? Sammy has been punched twice, by the way. I don't Actually, he probably wasn't punched by, Kenny, uh, by Eddie Kingston. He was apparently pie-faced or whatever. But that was another incident where the instigator was suspended and the person that was pie-faced or whatever was not suspended. So it's twice now that Sammy has been involved in an incident and not suspended. And not been the instigator, too. You yeah. know, it's amazing how some people can just walk and always always get pie-faced or get punched or, or have something happen to them, but they never do anything wrong. They just walk on water, and it's the damnedest thing that people have the reactions to them that they do. But I don't know if that's an apples-to-apples -apples comparison either because of the people get into pushy shoveys and pie-faces and even punches all the time. I mean, we had Draymond Green, and it got into a Jordan Poole in Golden State's practice. That would be a little bit different than, I would think, a locker room fight out of the practice situation where you have the head of legal involved, you have multiple hands and, and fists and everything else going going at it with, in some ways, less witnesses you know, than this. Because there seemed to be a lot of people where the word traveled really quickly with this one and ended up basically seemingly setting the story straight on what actually happened with it. So... I don't know if these are, if that's the best one-to-one -one comparison. I think Guevara and Kingston in any one-on-one -on -one situation like that, I mean, I think that's a better, better scenario to compare how they treat these types of fights one-on-one -on -one as comparing it to the, the, you know, brawl that broke out after the, the presser. Well, it's a, it is actually a, a fairly similar situation. And that's, of course hey, it is. it's all people were talking about yesterday. It's all people were talking about. Who? Why, why who are, are the Bucks and Kenny Omega still suspended? And why has Sammy Guevara not uh, been suspended? Can we not talk about, how about we talk about how this might actually affect AAA and CMLL and that relationship and him trying to blow up a bridge there. We're talking to about people that are just throwing s out there into the ether online or trying to troll I'm you i'm talking about wrestlers to... in aw are asking this question you don't think nobody wondered why sammy Guevara went out for the main event after being in a physical altercation oh, I know a lot backstage of people did but usually when you do this you're fighting against these forces that are like I'm not you're, get you did it in the first segment this is what people are saying you're you're okay to take sammy's view if you want like so it, make it clear so you were talking about wrestlers then Okay. Yes, it was a discussion point in the company. Why are these people suspended and Sammy is not suspended? That was a question. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
offense, but are you a little fat when you look in the mirror? How would you like to learn the secrets to lose three to five pounds a week easily without joining the gym or going through any crazy diets? It's called Body Sculpt by Med Diet. For the last two decades, we've been helping people just like you that have pounds they want to shed. We've helped millions of people lose thousands and thousands of pounds over the years. And now it's your turn. Learn the secrets of how to lose weight with one simple phone call. You'll see an amazing difference in a matter of days. Don't believe us? We'll offer you a money-back guarantee. If you're ready to start losing weight right now, call right now to learn more about your risk-free order to Body Sculpt. Call for your risk-free offer. 800-738-5332 That's 800-738-5332 Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets, where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093. Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Before the AEW report, ahead of SmackDown and Raw's season premieres, WWE has announced a major shakeup to its commentary team. It was announced via Variety on Thursday. New WWE commentary teams will take effect starting with this Friday season premiere of SmackDown. These are the new teams. SmackDown will be Michael Cole and Wade Barrett. Raw will be Kevin Patrick and Corey Graves. That means, uh, what's his name is gone? Kev- uh, Jimmy Smith. 
Byron's, yeah. uh, I don't know what Byron's doing. NXT will be Vic Joseph and Booker T. And the pay-per-views will be Michael Cole and Corey Graves. Pat McAfee will return to the WWE announce booth following his commitments to ESPN's College Game Day, it says here. Kevin Patrick has done backstage interviews. Now he's like the lead announcer. Uh, Jimmy Smith is gone. He has tweeted that uh, confirmation. And he says, uh, just wanted to say now that the story is officially out, my time with the WWE is officially done. Had a lot of fun, met some great people, really and truly blown away by the acceptance from the fans. You folks make it work every week, and your enthusiasm was amazing. I mean, at the end of the day, like, he did fine. But, you know, he did fine. I mean, he he didn't do poorly. He didn't really do great. I mean, you know, the WWE announced teams have always been in one ear, out the other, for the most part, unless they're particularly bad. So I don't think really any of this matters. I'm just doing a shake-up, do something different. Hopefully it's an improvement, but I guess we'll see. I thought Smith was pretty amazing for being thrown into the position that he was thrown into after Adnan Verk and everything, although he was coming after Adnan Verk, God bless him, but one of the low moments in WWE announcer history. I guess I'm not surprised that Booker T uh, got the gig with NXT, although I just look at that pairing with Vic Joseph and think, boy, Nigel McGuinness would be really good with that, and I don't know if he's still doing level up or he's still going to be doing the the europe stuff or what's going to happen once that starts but nigel mcginnis probably would have been a nice fit into this mix not big on booker t but with the other teams i guess we'll just have to see what's interesting to me is kevin patrick wade barrett both of those guys especially kevin patrick having the main role as an announcer and i know vince mcmahon obviously didn't hate him he was working backstage as a as a announcer for him but I mean, it's it's really a surprise because I don't think if Vince was there with Kevin Dunn, I don't know if you necessarily would have gotten a European accent being your uh, main call on a WWE broadcast, but times change. All right, here's your Dynamite report. This was overall an excellent show, once again overshadowed by a brawl. But the opener was MGF and Wheeler Yuta, which was an excellent match. And it started out as one of those matches where you know, it looked like they were only going to pop for the big moves and they were quiet for some stuff early. But they built this and they built this and then they did this uh, this cradle spot. That spider might have bit the back of my head. They did this cradle spot, doubled down, and the place went crazy. And they hit all their big moves at the end and finally MJF went for the salt of the earth. Yuta almost got the ropes. MJF pulled him back to the middle, put on a version of the salt of the earth and beat him and then afterwards they did a deal where Yuta offered a handshake and MGF looked like he was actually thinking about doing it but Lee Moriarty attacked Yuta MGF acted like he was furious he was given the ring to knock out Yuta and he looked like he was conflicted and then William Regal put on the brass knucks came down to the ring had a stare down with MGF and MGF bailed I have this feeling old Reels taking a diamond ring to the face here coming up pretty soon, but I guess we'll see. Darby Allen, Jay Lethal. Good match. What do you expect? Jay Lethal and Darby Allen. Dutton Singh came out to watch, and Lethal was upset because he told them he wanted to do this without him. So that distracted him, and he ended up getting pinned with the Last Supper, and then Darby wanted a handshake. And he eventually, essentially shoved Lethal and told him to just be a man. And so Lethal shook his hand 
and then Storm to the back. So they're teasing that maybe he's having issues with Dutt and Singh and maybe going babyface. Prince Nana was on Dynamite. He told us about the Gates of Agony and Brian Cage and then saying, we're in the money, and they cut away way too fast. I wanted him to at least get to the chorus. Wardlow and Brian Cage for the TNT title. Right up my alley. Two big dudes who decided we're going to do what the big show and Kane did 20 years ago. Something you may not expect. And they decided to have a high-flying match. And they did running Hurricane Ranas and flying head scissors and, and dives and flips off the top. And finally, Wardlow hit the powerbomb symphony, pinned the guy. Man, I love this. And then the Gates of Agony hit the ring. Joe hit the ring. There's a big brawl. The babyfaces are in trouble. FTR's music hits. This place just loses their mind for FTR. They come out, and it will be FTR Gates of Agony for the Ring of Honor Tag Team titles coming up here soon. Britt does a promo saying that Sarai has not been cleared by doctors. And I hope this leads to her saying that she has excessive plaque and she is unable to clear Soraya for action in the ring. But this led to Tony Storm, Athena, Willow Nightingale versus Jamie Hayter, Serena Deeb, and Penelope Ford. Top of the hour match. They gave him the prime spot. They had a good match. The crowd was into it. And they give the they gave the big win to Willow Nightingale. And so she's going to be getting a, a title match uh, coming up here soon. And afterwards, there's a big brawl. And Saray gets in the ring. And she has a, a face-off with Britt Baker. And then they get in a brawl. And it's a full-on brawl. Saray is given. She's taken. She didn't take any bumps. But I think that it is uh, clear that she has been cleared and probably has been for a while. And they're doing some storyline to tease that she's not. But then it turns out that she is. National Scissoring Day segment with the acclaimed and daddy ass. Loved it. They uh, they did a big speech. The crowd's going crazy. They're scissoring their friends in the audience. Billy Gunn presents these giant pair of scissors to the acclaimed. And then, of course, as promised, uh, Swerve comes out to try to ruin the show. He challenges Billy Gunn to a match next week, saying it's because of Billy that they're no longer the tag team champions. Billy Gunn accepts. They do the triple scissor. Everybody's happy. I loved it. I hope we do it every year. We had Hangman Page versus Roosh. Thought this match was pretty good. Of course, Hangman Page won with the uh, Buckshot Lariat. And then uh, afterwards, out comes Private Party, who had basically been told, you guys need to be meaner. Go out there and take care of this problem. So they come down to the ring, but John Moxley prevents them from going after Hangman. And Moxley cuts his promo about how I've been wanting this match for years. You and me have beaten almost everybody, but neither of us have beaten the other. And in two weeks, we're going to fight for that title. And uh, the last man will be standing. In, by the way, his hometown of Cincinnati. And he goes to leave, and Paige tells him, why don't we just do this right now? And Moxley gets in the ring and says, you know, you're a sweet kid. But like a lot of kids around here, your mouth gets you in trouble. And I'm going to let you off the hook this one time. And uh, rarely do you see a babyface get challenged to a fight right now, and he gets in the ring and refuses to fight right now. 
and still manages to get cheered on the way out. John Moxley managed to do it. So that match is coming up. Luchasaurus killed Fuego del Sol, and then they announced Luchasaurus and uh, Jungle Boy will be taking place in Christian's hometown next week. They either got some balls, or they're just fully ready for Jungle Boy to get booed out of the building next week in this match with Luchasaurus. We've got uh, Rampage, which I can read the lineup to because it's live. These are not spoilers. Death Triangle versus John Silver, Alex Reynolds, and 10 for the trio's titles. Josh Woods and Tony Nese versus Varsity Blondes. Madison Raid and Sky Blue versus Ty and Anna Jay. And Moxley, Yuta, and Claudio versus Roosh and Private Party. Immediately afterwards, Jade Cargill versus Willow Nightingale for the TBS title at Battle of the Belts. FTR versus Gates of Agony. And Pac, who will be wrestling twice on one show, defending two titles, will be facing Trent Beretta. And then the main event, Jericho and Sammy versus Danielson and Garcia. They didn't do a horseman beatdown. Daniel Garcia's in there. He wants Jericho right at the bell. They're brawling all over the place. They had a good match. And yes, not only did Sammy Guevara work the main event of this show, but uh, Jericho ends up hitting Garcia with the Ring of Honor title, and Sammy Guevara pins Daniel Garcia here on this show. And they do the big celebration afterwards, but then Jericho, with his belt over his shoulder, looks over at Daniel Garcia, and he actually looks a little bit sad that it's come to this. So uh, they're playing this up. What's going to happen when Jericho faces Brian Danielson for the Ring of Honor title next week? Is Garcia going to make a choice? We shall find out. Mike, your thoughts on this show? I thought it was a very good show, and I thought really how it opened with MJF uh, in the first match. I was a little bit surprised with how he submitted Wheeler, Utah, you know, it, 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 but then again, with what came out of it, with William Regal coming down and MJF showing some frustration with Stokely Hathaway, because that was an interesting little twist to the story. It's not only that he's upset with Moriarty for coming down to lay him out, you got Hathaway handing him the ring and almost telling him to go lay out Moriarty, and he's still standing there conflicted. So I don't know what that's going to lead to. I know at the end the fans were still chanting, you effed up as he was standing there facing off with William Regal. So there's a lot of different ways you could go, but I thought that was that was a very interesting twist. And I also still won't be shocked down the line if we see Wheeler Utah and Daniel Garcia change sides. It may not be a direct one-to-one, but I think you may actually see that coming down the line. Uh, Wardlow and Brian Cage, I, that was that was unique. But then again, you got Brian Cage in there. If you're going to do a match with Brian Cage and you're not going to show off athleticism, you know, it's almost like, what's the point? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I know some people probably didn't like those two huge guys going at it in the way that they did, but I was completely fine with it, so... When it gets right down to it, the Moxley page stuff was good. Move that across. Maybe they have an ace up their sleeve when it comes to Jungle Boy, because I'm thinking the same thing. Yeah, people will boo Luchasaurus, but they I don't think they're booing Christian up there, but we'll see what happens. And obviously the main event was what it was. Continues on with, with Jericho and Garcia. And Garcia 
still probably going to have to go through every single member of that faction to get the one-on-one with Jericho down the line, whether it be for the ROH title or whether it just be uh, for spite. You know, I I don't know what they're doing with MJF, but here's the deal. MJF was getting cheered like crazy when he came back, okay? And on every show, they have been doing a video before the show with MJF burying the crowd to make sure they're doing everything they possibly can to get this guy booed. So I find it very hard to believe that his having second thoughts is not going to lead to him getting in a little closer to the Blackpool Combat Club and then decking Regal with that ring. Because obviously where they're going is MJF and and, uh, John Moxley, who is in the Blackpool Combat Club. And that's big-time heat to set up that match. So I think that's where they're going, but we shall see. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low-Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. 
That's 800-788-1495. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, I think starting this Friday, we've got like four straight weeks of live Rampage shows. And, of course, this coming Friday is a double show. They're doing, for some reason I still can't explain, an hour of Rampage followed by an hour of Battle of the Belts. Why you don't just do a two-hour Battle of the Belts? The Literally the only thing that I can figure is that he doesn't want a non-title match on Battle of the Belts. Therefore, you have to have a Rampage show with the non-title matches and then a Battle of the Belts with a... I don't personally think it matters, but I think he does. But anyway, the point is, you know, whatever you think of of Rampage of late or uh, or how they do the next, they got to do something about Rampage because the show. And granted, it's not a big building. the uh, The Entertainment and Sports Arena in Washington D.C. seats uh, thirty seven hundred, which is not a ton of people, and they still have over a thousand tickets out. It's at uh, just over 2,100 right now. And uh, the show's, what's today, Thursday? Tomorrow. Yeah. So what that tells you is even with Battle of Belts, Battle of the Belts, I mean, Rampage is not like a big ticket seller right now. I'm baffled as to why they decided to, to play that building. It's where the, the WNBA Mystics play. It's where the D-League uh, Washington Go-Go play. It's a nice little building, but there's a zillion buildings and a zillion people in school right now in the whole DMV area. And you could have centered everybody, had everybody stay in Columbia and ran Washington one day, Baltimore another, and probably sold more tickets or done something like that. I don't know why they did. And I, to be honest, I don't know why they're not starting the show an hour earlier, even if they had to air it at the same times. Start it an hour earlier to get people more excited and get people out of there a little bit earlier than midnight. We are out of time, everybody. We'll be back later tonight. Brian and Vinny show talking AEW and NXT for a full 90 minutes. Check it out. And that's it. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.